It's time for Tim. The Tim Weisberg Show on 1420 WBSM and streaming live on WBSM.com and the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message through the WBSM app. And now, WBSM's big gun, Tim Weisberg. Good morning. Happy Monday to you. Welcome into a new week here on the program, and I hope that your day is starting off well. At least it's uh, sunny out, it's it's a little warm. It'll be it'll be pretty warm today. So, spring's around the corner. I don't know. When does it start exactly? Uh, I don't know. When do we spring forward? Because that's the day that I always hate. Fall back was always my favorite day. Spring forward, not so much. Anyway, welcome into the show. Uh, we're going to be joined a little bit later on in the 11 o'clock hour by Jack Spillane, as we are every Monday as we turn on the light. And we will talk about a number of things that have been going on around the city. Until then, it's all about you at 508-996-0500. You can also hit us up on App Chat on the WBSM app. Uh, As we went off the air on Friday, uh, the protest was just beginning at New Bedford High School. And Kate Robinson went down there. She was down there. Brian Thomas was down there. Uh, I guess... Things moved on, moved a little bit faster than expected. They started earlier than planned. And I think it wrapped up a little sooner than planned. But overall, I think the students got, you know, what they were looking for out of this experience. They got the opportunity to go out and exercise their their constitutional right to protest. Both the... Headmaster of the school, Bernadette Coelho, and the superintendent, Thomas Anderson, both commented uh, that uh, they thought that they were, you know, that they were proud of the students for being passionate enough about something to organize this. And I think that there was a lot of assumptions that were made on the part of the public and on the part of the callers that this would lead to you know, oh, well, now kids are just going to walk out because they don't like what's for lunch. Or now kids are going to walk out because they don't like having to do homework. I think that the kids understand the, the, the gravity of what they're doing. They understand the gravity of why they feel that they needed to do this. I don't think they're going to, I don't think it's going to become something that becomes a regular thing. When was the last time that you saw a student walk out protest? It's been a couple of years. At least that I'm aware of. So I wouldn't worry about this becoming a regular thing. And also, I kept hearing, there there were a number of things that I kept hearing over the course of the weekend. And part of that is that people just weren't educated enough about what was actually happening. And they didn't keep up enough on what the, the latest information was. So there was a, um... A, a, a theory out there, a belief that the kids who organized this were pushed into doing it. 
And that wasn't the case at all. I mean, if you want to say they were pushed into doing it, one of the students was pushed by their mom. And their mom called in to Ken Pittman's show on Saturday and said, you know, basically, I, I, and I'm paraphrasing here, but I said, if you believe strongly enough in this, you've got to do something about it. It wasn't adults putting it all together. It wasn't adults in their ear telling them you should walk out of school. It wasn't adults writing the press release for them. It was, I mean, the mom helped. But it was not this coordinated effort from the Coalition for Social Justice, from Carmen Amaral, who gave us a statement on Friday saying she had nothing to do with it. I heard, again, so much misinformation. I heard people saying, well, you know, Carmen Amaral is a teacher at New Bedford High School. Well, no, she's not. She's an administrator at Old Colony. So she's not in the New Bedford High School building. She doesn't know these students. I mean, maybe she does from the neighborhood. Because she lives in Ward 3. Maybe these students do as well. Well, they, I believe they do. So, I just think that the, the, the inability of people to believe that some teenage kids could feel strongly enough about an issue that they want to express themselves and, and mobilize some of their friends in standing up against something that they they believe is wrong is such a it's such a hard concept for some of you to understand and I, and I don't understand why you can't and then I hear a school committee member on the radio Chris Cotter saying you know there's got to be discipline for these kids Ward 3 had less than 7% of voters come out on Tuesday. Now, granted, the weather played a part in that. But it had about the same turnout for the um, preliminary election, too, and there was no snowstorm that night, that day. I often think of election as election night because that's when our, like, all our coverage happens, so I... I kind of focus on the night aspect of it. So if I say Tuesday night or if I say election night, you know, that's forgive me for that. I know it's an entire day. And, and the other thing that I heard was, well, why wasn't this an issue before he got elected? It was. It was brought up before he was elected. And, and, I'll forgive the students for not hearing about it between the time that the press release came out from the Coalition for Social Justice on Thursday night and the time that people went out and voted on Tuesday. I'll, I'll forgive them for not hearing about it right away. By the way, if it was an organized effort from the Coalition for Social Justice to make these students have a walkout, why didn't they walk out last Friday, the Friday before this past Friday? The Friday before the election or the day before the election or the day. Well, there was no school the day of the election because of the weather. So if this was an organized effort from from those adults, why didn't they do it sooner? So 
So I just want you to go forward with this thinking. It is possible that there are some students who found out about this, got upset, asked the adults in their lives what was going on, and didn't like the answers that they were getting. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You are on WBSM. Hi. Hello. How are you? Hi, Tim. Um, I want to, can I talk about the, the uh, gun found at the trampoline park? Sure. Oh, that concerns me more than uh, this other topic. Um, I'm wondering what they're going to do about that now because my well, it, granddaughter goes there too. Yeah, it wasn't a gun found at the trampoline park. It was a person at the trampoline park that had a gun. Right. Well, that's that's just as bad. I mean, it's, it's, it's easily fixable. They can just say, hey, no guns in here and put a put a metal detector on the door. I think they better do that because, I mean, our kids are at risk there to get shot. I mean, these thugs, they, they, they have kids and they bring them, uh, they deal drugs, they bring, allegedly, this is what I'm saying, in my opinion, then they bring their guns with them down, their illegal guns down to the trampoline park. And this guy was from Fall River, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, and someone said to me, oh, Fall River's better. I don't think so. The same as New Bedford. Well, the, the question the question becomes so, and and we've seen other other businesses struggle with this, uh, as we've had mass shootings, and we've seen other businesses kind of bring this idea up of, you know, it is legal for someone to walk into to Fun's trampoline park with a concealed weapon if they have a permit to carry a concealed weapon. So, uh, you know, at what point do you say, yes, your constitutional right is your constitutional right, but we also want to say that we would feel better if you didn't exercise that right here because there are children present. Uh, and I think, you know, a trampoline park gives you a little bit of leeway because you can say, well, if you're going to come in here and you're going to jump on the trampolines too, we don't want a gun in your waistband. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, they, they should be able to say that and, and to for protection of all parties. Yeah. And I, like you just said, I mean, jumping around on a trampoline, uh, with that in your thing, you know, they could say that is right. They should do something. I mean, there's got to be some way they can word it. Or they can you say, can't you know, say anything. The problem is today, you can't say anything. You can't can, say boo. I suppose they could also have like a locker system. Like, so when I used to go to TD Garden to cover Celtics games uh, and I would carry my gun on me because of, you know, where I would park. I would say to the person when I got there, hey, just so you know, I'm armed. And they would take my gun and they would hold on to it. And when I came back, they, back through the checkout, they would give it to me because you you aren't allowed to have one inside the bowl of the arena. So it was, you know, to me, it made total sense and I had no issue with it. I only needed it on me because I was concerned about where I was going when I was parking. This is when they were still kind of building everything around TD Garden. So it, it turned out to, you know, work out for me that way. Other people might not feel as as I easy know, about giving it, it up. I know, but it's sad that you can't go have kids go to a, a trampoline park without uh, something going to happen. A, a parent fighting with another one, and then the, the the other one pulls the gun out. You know, that's all we need. Yeah, you if, know, I mean, it's just sad. This whole world is so sad. It's pathetic. And, and I just really want to make is. sure I want to make sure that people don't blame the trampoline park for it. You know, we obviously when we're reporting the story, I wrote the story. Obviously, when we're reporting the story. We, you know, we have to give the the name of the place where it happened or else it just turns into people, you know, where did it happen? Or people just like, they're not telling you it was at funds for a reason. And they come up with all these conspiracy theories. But, you know, you were always careful not to malign the business because it wasn't the business's fault. Somebody showed up with a gun. Uh, but know, they, another, they might make some changes thing, as a result of it. 
Another thing is this gay thing. Um, you know, years ago you wanted to do that, you just did it. Now it's a big blown up thing, and um, it goes on and on and on. I mean, it's pathetic too. I mean, uh, if you wanted to do it years ago, you just did it. No, if you wanted to do it years ago, you had to hide it from people. No, no, you didn't have to hide it because I did it, and I was right out in the open. Not, e was, but not everybody was, felt that they could. Well, I was right out in the open, and I'm going to tell you right on this WBSM, I did it. Years ago, I was one of the first ones that was ever ever did that right right out. Had no problem, and right. I didn't first, care what first, anybody said. First ones that ever did what? Went gay. I'm, I'm pretty sure there were gay people long before you, Shawnee. No offense. You're not. No, that, you're I'm not that saying, old. I said I I was right out, right out, right out in the open. Sure, and I'm sure there were other people were, that were too. And, and you were very brave to do so, especially in that time period. Don't well, you want it to be an care. easier thing for people though? I didn't care what anybody said. And you know what? Nobody did the things they, they did. And if they did, you know what? I didn't care. I, no one did, did did things like that, like said things. or the. If they said anything, I, I didn't even care what they said as long as I was happy. I, what, 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 what doesn't go on anymore that people can't live for themselves in this world? So as somebody who had that, I guess, period in your life, it's not something that you're still involved in now, I, I don't know. But as somebody no. who, who, who had that lifestyle in your past, you didn't take offense to some of these things that were posted by, by Sean Oliver? I, don't, I didn't look at any of that stuff, to be honest with you, but I don't think... I don't think anybody should be doing stuff like that anyways. That's another whole issue. The phone has too much on it. That's why you hear me on that's why I'm I'm listening to BSM and listening to radio. I don't do the phone thing. You know, it's got so much garbage. There's porn on there, there's you it's 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 disgusting. Huh. Some things should be left unsaid in my in my opinion. I don't know. The world it's not my kind of world. I'll right, tell you well. that right now, but I, I don't know. I just find that it's getting really blown out of proportion. Um, this, there's a lot of things that bother me. I just try to let it go, blow right over. You know, I've been bullied, bullied, robbed, raped. If I came on your story, I should write a blog. I should write uh, uh, two books. You know what I mean? I've been through hell and back in my life. Well, I'm sorry that you had to go through all of that, and, and, and we're just trying to make sure that nobody else has to go through the same kind of thing. Uh, well, if I started telling you the things that I've been through, you wouldn't believe it. So anyways, the, the, another thing I, that's bothering me is that I, I was in a cab um, the other day, and um, I was coming from the Z, and I'll tell you, I don't think there was a shooting that night. On This cop came up Elm Street so fast, and I was in the back seat on the right-hand side, and, and if that girl crept up, a little bit, uh, just a little bit into Elm Street. It was near the Greater New Bedford Health Center on that corner. I would have been dead. I saw my life go in front of me. There's no reason for a cop to be going 150 miles an hour up there. Yeah, I don't know what the situation was, but... Um... I'm telling you what it is. I'm telling you I was in the, I was in the cab, okay? I, it's not right to be going that fast. That's my opinion. All right. Well, thank you for the call. Have a good day. You too. 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. Yeah, that was an interesting conversation, wasn't it? Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's, she's had a lot of life experiences, and uh, and she lets that, you know, she uses that to kind of shape her, her outlook of the world. I understand. What I understand is that she said long time ago or years ago, nobody cared. When that's the complete opposite. Most people hid that lifestyle from anybody because of what people 
how they treated him and what they thought about them. So I don't know where she got that from. Well, I mean, that was her you know? experience. I, I don't think her experience was, was commonplace for everybody. But it's it's kind of like a double standard. It's like, I don't really care what people think, and I don't care about this, I don't care about that, but everything bothers me. I don't get it. I mean, you know, yeah. none of it made sense to me. It was in one in one way. It was, I, you know, I, I just I don't care what people think. I don't care what they say. I just did. I did it right out on the open. Blah blah blah. Yeah, I mean, do, do you have other points to make? I don't want to just beat up on other callers with with callers. Yeah, I know, I know, but that's what I was listening to. So, uh, you know, I don't want to beat up on it, but I understand what you said. But she's right about the about the cops, though, about going 100 miles an hour. See, I often wonder. I mean, I'm from Wham too, and um, I I've seen cops go right to the center or right to the center of onset, doing 60, 70 miles an hour, and I go, what if somebody's walking across the crosswalk with you know earbuds in their ear or something like that? You know, run them right down. Well, I mean, I, if, I would I would recommend anybody crossing the road takes the earbuds out of their ear while they're crossing just to yeah, be safe. Yeah, I know, but, but you know how kids are today, right? And I, I think that you know. You also have to understand, like, officers are trained to have to drive that way in those situations. and, and To shut them down? Hmm? To the center of a town? I'm, I'm sure that they are being aware of what's going on, or else we'd be hearing about a lot more, you know, police officers striking people, wouldn't we? Uh, yeah, I, but I, you know, I just, I often wonder though when I see it happening, you know, you're right, though, Jim, I'm not, you know, I mean, uh, just thank God, you know, you're right, I haven't heard much of people get run down by cops in the cruiser, but uh, sometimes it really scares me when I see them going on a call and going through a center of a town sure. and going so fast. No, understandable. So, anyway, I'll leave you. I'll let you go. All right. You have a good day. You too. 508-996-0500. And, no, I'm, I mean, I'm sure that it's um, that there are instances where you see the police going through and you say, wow, wow, that seems way too fast. And there probably are instances where there are, where it does, it is faster than it needs to be. But I also don't know that, um, you know, we call it a near miss. Some people look at it as a near hit. But you got to take other factors into that. You know, the person driving the cab is part of that. I, I mean, I, I almost got clipped by a police officer that was going through an intersection. I thought I was okay to turn. Because the light had turned and they were coming from the other way. So I didn't, you know, you don't see the lights when they're coming through. And, you know, I had to slam on my brakes. But that doesn't mean that if I had gone through that the officer wouldn't have been able to slow down or evade me. But anyway, I don't want to turn this into a three-hour show talking about how fast the police drive. 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and chime in, you can also hit us up on App Chat on the WBSM app. It is a great tool to have on your phone. I know Shawnee says she's against the phones, but trust me, the WBSM app, there's no porn on that. There's, <laughs> there's, no, there's no bad things on there. It's just all good quality WBSM content, including being able to hear the show live, including being able to hear the podcasts, including being able to get news alerts and live weather and traffic and to be able to text us into the studio using the app chat button. And it's all brought to you by South Coast Towing. So if you haven't downloaded already, Head on over to your device to your device's app store and get it on your phone. We'll be back in just a few moments. 1420 WB. 
in, 508-996-0500, or hit us up on App Chat on the WBSM app. Good morning. You are next on WBSM. Me? Yep, that's you. Tim, so, so as it turns out, the student protest was more, you know, the mom that called, you, you know, you had been saying, you know, people aren't giving these kids credit. They came up with this idea. They executed the plan. You know, they did the whole thing. And, and other, other, you know, of the radio hosts were saying, no, I feel like there was more parent involvement, more adults, you know. And as it turned out, the woman called in and you said she, you know, I guess you said she helped organize it. But she, she said, I, they just were saying, we can't vote. How can we get our voice out? And she said she organized it and she wrote, she wrote it. No, she didn't she say it. she wrote it. She, she, she said she helped them put it together. Well, she said, I helped them write it. Right. So Which I means, hey, wonder, mom, can you take a look at this and make sure I spelled everything right? No, but that's not what it's, that's not how she put it was they put all their thoughts and, and feelings and words and what they wanted down. And I maybe helped with some grammatical, you know, Which no, is, that's not the way she said it. She said, I helped them write it. So some of the hosts do have the right to wonder how much they can wonder, but they're student. wrong because we've been told no, that they're wrong. She didn't clarify that they were wrong, Tim. So you're assuming one... No, you're hearing it the way that you want to hear it because you no, already have a preconceived notion no, about what, what, what went on. It. She didn't clarify. Okay, well, if she's listening, she can call now and we'll clarify. We'll clear it all right, right up for you. We'll I'm get saying, all the semantics for you because you like to pick apart every little bit of every little thing you don't agree with to point to it and say, there, 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 see, see, see? No, Tim, you're assuming one thing. She said, I helped them. We don't know if... Go read the WBSM story where Kate talked to the students and they explained how it came together. Go read the New Bedford Light story where they talk to the students and they say how it came together. Wow. All the different bullet points might have come straight from them. SROs out of the school. This is misogynistic, hateful, you know, uh, female, you know, hating females. Not, Not everybody, I don't think sees it that way but what i'm saying is why jump directly to hate somebody says something that hurts your feelings because those were hateful posts is what they is what they believe what a normal thinking person should believe what about it was misogynistic I think, I, I think the misogyny part of it, I don't know exactly if I would call it misogynistic because I think it was more of a matter of if you were commenting that you thought Nancy Pelosi and and um, Kamala Harris were Lloyd and Harry because they're dumb and dumber, then yeah, that's misogynistic. If you were commenting because you were like, hey, look at their outfits, they look like Lloyd and Harry, no, see, I don't really feel saying. that's as much misogynistic. I don't think if you point out which maybe you know not not maybe none of these were great posts and i'm not defending the posts themselves what i'm saying is if you point out that two women or if you point out that two black people or if you point out that two it doesn't mean all black people fall in that category there may be two absolutely dumb and dumber people it doesn't mean you hate women there are some dumb women it doesn't mean all women are dumb but that doesn't mean you get to point out the fact that they are dumb why can't you point out the fact that people are dumb? There are dumb people. Why would you? That would be hateful to do. It's not hateful to say that's not brilliant. So it's okay to say that you think people are dumb and that there shouldn't be any consequence for that. Yeah, we're, we're suffering the consequences of, of some people that are dumb. Definitely. 
I just don't think everything rises to the level of racism, hate, and transphobia if you have a difference of opinion in what policies should be made. I just, I just think using those words without, you know, the weight that they should carry negates them all, you know? So what, weight, what, what would be an example then of where you feel like it would have the weight? What, what's your arbitrary line that says this would qualify and not that? I think if you don't like something somebody did, Yes, you need to let them know, but not automatically assume they're coming at you with hate. This is why everything's so divided. Okay, so then why didn't Sean Oliver just say, hey, I didn't come at you with hate, instead of saying, I, I didn't mean to have anybody become offended by it? Right, so you're choosing the words he should say, but you're, you're trying to defend the words that the, you know what I'm saying? That's what I don't know do. what you're saying because you talk in circles and you make logic pretzels to try to defend yourself. Because I don't think everything, everything, everything rises to the level of misogyny, transphobia. Well, these did. And the people who protested it felt that they did. So I guess we'll just well, agree to well, disagree. All the voters apparently didn't. So uh, that's what 107 more voters didn't think so. When seven percent right, so of people of turned them, out. You know what? If that, if that was not a stormy day, does Sean Oliver definitely win? Can you say that? I think the storm affected everybody equally. So I never understand. Well... You're, you're, people you're, say the weather. You're I making, well, I'm, I'm, well, to be honest with you, I'm trying to give, I'm trying to use the weather to give the benefit of the doubt to Ward 3 to think that they, they cared more to come out for their special election, but the weather kept them from. I don't think that that's the case. I think people were just that disinterested in getting out there and voting. But we'll find out, I guess, what happens in November because in somebody's going to challenge them. It'll him. be 100% the other way. Who knows? But I'm just saying, I think we need to teach not just children, but adults and everybody else not to just jump to that divisive, assuming everyone's coming from hate. Okay, why don't we start teaching adults to not everybody. put things that are stupid that people might perceive as hate yes, then? Yes, we should. We that definitely, definitely agree there. There's no, no reason for, for all, all of this to have started because people should filter out in their own. And you know how it could have been stopped is if when it came out on the Thursday before the election, if Sean Oliver came out with a full-throated, I don't believe in any of this stuff, I was just resharing something because it made me laugh in the moment, I'm sorry. But then that sounds stupid too, because it's like if you didn't believe it in any kind of a way and you found it funny, why is it funny? I'd, There's almost no way to back out of it. I'd, rather, I'd feel better about that than to think that he still believes this and hasn't said that he doesn't. Right, because there's other, you know, there's other sides to it, like right. saying people vote Democrat and this is where we're at. Well, there's kind of some fact. There's kind of some fact under that. That is what you get when we vote for Democrat. That's Actually, kind of no, it's not. That that's it's a logical fallacy the way that that meme was presented, because what you saw was a person who was apparently a trans person walking in and using a urinal. And if the Democrats didn't have their way that people could go into the bathroom that they identify with, that's who would be going into the bathroom anyway. Where would where would a person dressed as a woman who was biologically a man go if not for the Democrats changing the bathroom? Right. But what I'm saying is some other people don't feel like you're going to be in the bathroom with people of biological differences. So I'm saying that nobody's allowed to voice that. Nobody's allowed to say, no, I don't want you know, young, young children or old elderly people. That's not what the meme was about. Yeah, it was. It was like now mixed sexes are in the bathroom. So there's there's other. It was a man dressed as a woman in the bathroom. So he was a man dressed as a woman. So equally. So, so if a man is dressed as a woman out in public, where should he go to the bathroom in your opinion? I don't necessarily want to be 
some people do not necessarily want to be in the bathroom with people that are just dressed differently. So because the person dresses different, they don't have a right to go in and use the bathroom when they need to. What I'm saying is people don't have a right to feel differently about it, I guess. That's the way it is. All right. I got some other calls here I got to get to, but thank you for the call. Have a good day. 508-996-0500. Couldn't answer that question. You're next on WBSM. Good morning. That's a circle of hate. Okay. Listen, (laughs) March 20th is the first day of spring. So let's enjoy the sunshiny day and be happy because (laughs) to me, she wasted your time. Do do, do you worry that we're, we're, are we getting spring too early? I mean, I looked at the weather. It's going to be high forties, low fifties rain. We're not, we're not cursing ourselves. Are we, we're not going to get a big blizzard on March 21st. Are we? Uh, If we do, we do. If we don't, we don't. (laughs) It's all in God's hands. That's it. So Mar- it March down. March twentieth is the first day of spring. When do we fall? When do we have to uh, spring forward on the clock? Do you know that Monday, day? I think. Oh man! So Saturday, Saturday. I'm already tired. Twentieth, uh, the twentieth. I'm already tired from losing that one hour of sleep. <laughs> okay, I'm <laughs> all not. Right. All right. All right. You have, have a good day. day. Thank you. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. You're next on WBSM. Mr. Weisberg. Good morning. <laughs> Again, you're ticking people off. I want to give you my two cents now, okay? Sure. Okay, this woman that, you know, you're saying she helped the kids and all to write, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. They're claiming they did not feel safe because of what Sean was posting and things like that. So they didn't feel safe. But she's encouraging them to go outside the building, leave school. They felt safe outside. Did they feel safe outside? Well, I think Were so. Were they afraid? No, I think so because what they did is they they you know they notified when they put out the press release they notified the school officials as well and so obviously the school officials were out there with them the superintendent was there the headmaster was there. Well, then they're all responsible, even the superintendent. You don't encourage kids to leave the building and leave school. That was a day of school. Well, they, they, they didn't get a day They off both to felt go differently. They that. both the headmaster and the the superintendent no, felt differently. They no, said so. No, I disagree. I think that woman should be charged with something and have a penalty somewhere. Charged with for what? Encouraging those teenagers to go. Out What's the statute I'm on that? I'm glad my children What's the are law? already out of school. If my children were in school and that happened, my butt would have been over there and he would have either came home with me or went back in that school. She had no right to encourage them to do such a thing, Tim. Why? Come on. Why? They're claiming they didn't feel safe, but they felt safe enough to go outside where anything could have happened. That's not what they didn't feel safe about. They didn't feel like they were just going to get shot by somebody randomly in their school. They said they didn't feel safe being people of uh, LGBTQ well, plus identity. let's say that was on the news that they were going to be at the school. Any psycho could have went over there with a gun. Said, I'm going to kill these, uh, these teenage kids who are gay or whatever. Anything could have happened. But they felt safe that day because this woman encouraged them to go out there. I'm appalled by that. She needs to pay a penalty somewhere. Get arrested, get a record. And Arre- arre- arrested for what? what? What law did she break? For encouraging children to leave the building. That's not a law. Parents, parents cannot be happy about that. You can't you arrest somebody for a made-up law that Mary decided is the law. Yeah, there's a school day. That was a school day. So how many times, so every parent that says to their kid, ah, you don't have to go to school today, we're, we're going to go do this instead, or you don't have to go oh, to school today, you got a doctor's you're appointment. You're nitpicking, no, you're you're nitpicking, trying, nitpicking. no, you're trying to make up a law. No, no, no. Listen, you know what? You can do all that because your kid wasn't over there. Your kid wasn't in school and went outside. My kid would have been the first one outside standing in support with them. I I think you would have thought, yeah. 
you would have encouraged your child to walk out of school. Yes, if he felt that he, if he felt that, yep. Day. Yep. No, when it was on the news that they were going to be at the school, the news didn't also say the children are being allowed to go out there on a school day. Didn't say that. Well, the, didn't say that, Mr. Weisberg. The students, the, the the school administration decided to allow that to happen. Oh, they did. They decided not to. They well, were out I didn't there hear with about them. That on the news, WPSM didn't report that. Well, you didn't listen because we, we had quotes from the headmaster. Yeah, she's another one. Let's not get into that. Thank you for taking my call, Tim. You have a good day. You too. 508-996-0500. Uh, let's see. I should take a break. How long is the break? All right, I think I can take another call here, which should be this one. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Yes, good morning. According to my calendar, Daylight Savings Time starts this coming Sunday. Oh, okay. The 12th. All right. I guess uh, I won't make any plans for Sunday. Why does, do why, does that that one hour, why does that one hour make such a difference for me? I don't get it. Hey, I, I think it's all I mental. Know. It's all mental, exactly. Do you know that Tennessee is banning uh, drag queens storytelling? No, they're banning drag shows altogether. Which drag is, shows altogether, which is ridiculous. You think so? Absolutely. Nah, I don't think so. Corruption. How? What? What's? How? What's the corruption? He's, having these little kids, having these little kids listening to stories while you're dressed in the dress. Get out of here! What's the matter with you? Did Go you eat a sandwich. Did you ever see the movie Mrs. Doubtfire? No? You never saw that movie? No. I see. Take a shot at me and then hang up. Super cool. I mean, if you've ever showed your kid Mrs. Doubtfire, then you better not be complaining about Drag Queen story time. Same thing. Same, same. 508-996-0500. We'll take a break. We'll be back in a few. New Bedford's News Talk In 508-996-0500. And uh, that, that is RuPaul, who is a, a drag personality. And that means that under this Tennessee law, RuPaul wouldn't be able to perform on the back of a parade float singing that song. Which is about modeling. That means you... you I mean, I guess, technically, you shouldn't be allowed to show the movie Mrs. Doubtfire... Right? And, you know, you have those nice little everybody gets together in the park and they put a movie on the big screen. Better not show Mrs. Doubtfire because that would constitute a drag performance under the law. Anyway, 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hello? Uh, yes, good morning. Uh, this is Ray Lemley. I'm calling from Palm Harbor in Florida. Now, I was wondering if the uh, you're going to be hosting the New Bedford Day in Fort Myers again this year. 
Uh, Phil will be down there. I don't know exactly what the, the fallout plan is yet. We've been having some conversations, but Phil will be down there, and he'll be taking part in the festivities, and I know he'll at least be calling in with some call-ins from down there. I see, because uh, I've uh, been trying to get online, and I don't see any information online about the event. Yeah, I don't think we've put anything out there yet. I think they're still, like, finalizing all the plans and, you know, Phil's travel and all that kind of stuff. But he will definitely let everybody know uh, what the plan is. Excellent. Thank you so much. All Have right. Day. You as well. 508-996-0500. Yeah, so that is coming up. By the way, Phil's going to be on vacation. And if you haven't heard, filling in for him the entire week, next week, I think it said next week. I don't even know what the date is. We will have... Bristol, former Bristol County Sheriff Thomas Hodgson. See, it's been 25 years of saying that, so you just get used to it. But Tom Hodgson will be filling in for Phil. That's going to be uh, a fun week. He does. He always does a great job with all the callers, whether they um, uh, whether they agree or disagree. I think he. I think he's a natural fit as a talk show host, and he'll get to share each morning with you. So uh, 508-996-0500 is the number to call in. I do have to take one more break in the hour, so let's take care of that, and we'll be back in a few moments. Vote. taking a break in just a couple of minutes for the news but when we come back on the other side we will talk more with you at 508-996-0500 we'll also get into some of the app chat messages as well uh, you can send that to us on the wbsm app brought to you by south coast towing and uh, we'll also be joined in the 11 o'clock hour by jack spillane of new bedford light as we'll be turning on the light with him we'll talk about this and some other things that have been happening in and around the city over the past week or so uh, we do it each monday for you and also, if you didn't get a chance uh, over the weekend, Marcus had an article that I think that um, if you weren't listening to South Coast tonight on Friday and if you didn't check out the podcast, you may have had a chance to, to miss it. But he had an article we put out. I'm sorry, it was on Saturday that I, I we put it out. And it was him giving you a recap of what school committee members had to say about what happened Friday at New Bedford High School. Uh, of course, Chris Cotter was on with Barry, and then uh, with Marcus on Friday night was Ross Grace and Melissa Costa. So Marcus wrote a roundup of uh, what they all thought, and he has the audio in there for you to hear it if you didn't get a chance to hear it for yourself. Uh, Chris Cotter thought that this was something that shouldn't have happened during school hours and that there should be some kind of punishment for it. Uh, both Ross Grace and Melissa Costa both said that they supported the students' right to protest. Uh, Ross Grace didn't want to get into the content of the Sean Oliver memes, uh, but Melissa Costa did denounce what was put in there. So you can check out that story for yourself at WBSM.com and on the app, and uh, you can hear some of those comments from all of those school committee members. They were the only ones that, uh, that 